I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. This is the best of the Frank Skinner Show. All the choicest cuts for your delectation. Weekend mornings on Absolute Radio with Trebor Soft Mints. Working towards a mintier world. Absolute Radio. Max Clifford's jacket! Um, sorry, I was just looking at a picture of Max Clifford's jacket in the newspaper, and uh, I'm a little shaken, I'll be honest with you. I'll get over it, it's going to be all right. So, what he's gone for, Max, he's having to read out um, v- um, Vanessa Perron... Um, Perron-Sell. Yes, Polycell's um, thingy. Statement. statement. Yes, OK, thanks. I don't normally work with a prompt. <laughs> and, Looks uh, like it should start. So he's gone out with this bit of paper to read to the press, and what he's gone for, it's a, it's a sort of, I'd call it a bomber jacket, it's, it's at the waist, but at the, it's black, <laughs> and uh, at the top there's a sort of a panelled section on the chest, of a, um, a sort of a shy, almost like a patent leather, quilted. Yeah, quilted. Quilted. <laughs> a bit like the old goalkeeper shirt. And, and obviously Max has thought, I better, I better go and read that statement, that'll be loads of photographers. I know what I'll wear, I'll wear that... Um, <laughs> That thing with the quilted, uh, like the PVC. Maureen! Maureen, have you... Maureen, have you seen that black jacket? You know the one with, like, the quilted, shiny, leathery... Yeah, where... Well, why is it in there? I need it now! Oh, that's what's happened with Max. He's actually thought, looked in the mirror and thought, yeah, that'll do me for the uh, for the Looking good. Right, come on, let's go quilted. It's got like a, a slight blouson quality to it, there which is, you don't often see these days. There's a hint of blouson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the jacket, the, 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 the actual upper, the collar, looks like there's, a, there's an element of knitting going on. Oh, honestly, he's got... That, that woman's had some blues on. Oh. Well, I can only... I, that is... It's, um, how can we celebrate this? Let me see now. <laughs> This'll do it. What a start it is on this fabulous... Saturday morning! And we're off on... Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with uh, Emily. I'm with Gareth. Come I got on. pig iron. I got all <laughs> pig iron. What is that pig iron thing? It's think? a thing that uh, Lonnie Donegan, uh, who's, oh, as you know, is very popular on Absolute Radio. He's played a lot. <laughs> he used to do a song... It's the Cumberland Gap. And in, in the Cumberland Gap, it's about a railway driver. You don't, really, you don't want to know this, but he's getting to the Cumberland Gap. He pretends that he's got some stuff on board that he doesn't have to pay. Sort oh, of okay. And then as he goes past, he, he brags, I got pig iron! <laughs> I got all pig iron! Well, he would and brag. You can imagine the administrator saying, pig iron, what is that? But um, <laughs> anyway, so that's, uh, that's what happened. In the words there. of Vanessa Perrinsell, oh, my God! Exactly, yeah. Apparently she was very upset mm. about uh, John Terry losing the captaincy. Mm. I bet she was, yeah. Anyway, you know, life goes on. I think we all have to just put a brave face on it. Mark Little is our uh, guest this morning. Remember Mark Little? He used to be in Neighbours? Yeah. Jim. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. Did you do? Oh, it doesn't sound very nice, though. No, well, it's not very nice. It's a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> the Aborigines, they don't do nice. They do vital. It's so low. It is very low. I once, um, I, I was being light-hearted. I said to this um, didgeridoo player in Edinburgh, Can, do you know um, All By Myself? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he just he ignored me. 
I thought oh. it would be possible if you were very good at the, you know. <laughs> Wouldn't it? That's what they need to incorporate, melody. Yeah. I've always said that about the Aborigines. <laughs> <laughs> what do they whistle? You can't, you know. Oh, I love that didgeridoo player. <laughs> what is that? That's me whistling. Oh, I thought it was an insect. <laughs> Oh, God, I forgot I'd thrown that. <laughs> OK, so, um... <laughs> thanks for getting that, Gareth. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Mmm, and relax. I've had my hair cut. You know, I'm quite pleased with it. Yeah, I, actually, I like it. I actually went in and the woman said, what would you like? And I said, um, I'm thinking early Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> and she was quite young, Australian. I thought she won't know who Morrissey is, and, and she said, "Yeah, that's that's the look at the moment." And I thought, "Well, I'm liking the sound of it being the look." So that's what I've. I've I like gone it, for. Frank. It looks quite military. Yes, well, short back and sides mm. always does. There's there's an element of a poor house about it, but it's. Uh, but I, I tell you what, I like. I said because um, I've learnt now what what I need, and I I say um, clippers on three, all the way around. So what does that mean, setting. really short? That's the setting, Oh, OK. Yeah, for, for, well, it looks, means it looks like this. Oh, OK. And uh, she started really going at it. With, and it's a great thing when the hair's dropping off you with the clippers. Mm. It's a very... Um, Tell I mean, me about it. Yeah, you can see why sheep have that contented smile on their faces. Because <laughs> it's, it's lovely to feel it all... Oh, just to feel all the hair coming off. And I said, it's great, isn't it, with the clippers to just go at it? She said, she said, yeah. She said, I'd love to do this to my dad, but I don't think he'd let me. And I thought, oh, <laughs> just a minute. Hmm. What do you mean? I looked at this to my dad. Like, I'm all, obviously I'm somebody's dad. He was thinking, ooh, he's still trying to relive his youth. And I'm sitting there in the chair now, abused, I felt. How um, old was this creature? Oh, she was probably, I'd probably say, early 20s. Oh, how very dare oh, she? Oh, I wish I could do this to more dead, she said. <laughs> yeah, the clippers were a bit, uh, they sounded a bit like that. Yeah. So that was, uh, well, I was... I'd already had the difficult situation because um, she said, uh, "So uh, you're working today?" Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, I'm. I'm working uh, after this." And she said, uh, "What do you do?" And I said, "Well, she was nice. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm making this sound like she wasn't nice. She just noticed I was old and wasn't good enough to not refer to it." <laughs> um, she. I said, "Oh, and I thought I, I'm. Pre I'm prepared to live. Someone asked me what I do if they don't know because if you say you're a comedian, I mean, people, you know." Especially a hairdresser. I don't want them to think that gives them license to do something comical with oh, my hair. Oh, yeah. Something <laughs> that's ridiculous. True. Yeah. You don't want a comedy hairdo. No, I don't want um, that sort of castellation that you get on castles, you know, like an oppy bit and a downy bit and an oppy bit. <laughs> um, I can't have anything too castle-like because I, I, I get um, torrid syndrome. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I apologise. She asked you what you did. So she asked me what I did, and I said, um, "I said, well, it's complicated. I'm a comedian." And she said, "Oh, is that all she yeah, said." That was the end of that. So I thought maybe she thinks I'm being, you know, jocular. But they yeah. were listening in there. They were listening to Absolute Eighties, which, in case you don't oh. know, Absolute they have a whole string of other channels behind their backs <laughs> going on. Uh, with no DJs as well, almost as if they're moving towards that as an ideal. <laughs> anyway, absolute 80s, as you might guess, is for people in their 80s. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of Lonnie Donegan on there. And, um, it's my favourite. Yeah, and a lot of stuff about the war. Um, 
<laughs> they keep quite... replaying the abdication speech, yeah. don't they? There was some quite disparaging stuff about Hitler I thought was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the jingle is the sound of a doodle bug, which apparently <laughs> sends the poor listeners into paroxysms of fear. <laughs> anyway, they had they had absolute 80s. Now, there is a song, there is probably one song I can think of that whenever it's played, I, I have to dance. And I mean, I have to dance. Oh, and it came no. on in the shop, and I thought, oh, no. This was before I got into the chair. It's that one, uh, don't leave me this way. Oh, Bronsky I can't survive. <laughs> if, if I've gone slightly off mic, it's because I'm dancing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and I don't sing along with it, because, uh, <laughs> but I do have to dance, right? Um, and I, I thought, I can't dance in here. There's, you know, it was early in the morning. The other people in there that look sullen... And uh, I, I, I did that dancing sitting down that you do, like when you know when you're at a club. Oh, shuffling in your seat. Yeah, when yeah. My feet were really, my feet were moving all over the place, but I was still seated. I found it made me, if anything, more agile that I was sitting because my, <laughs> I did things with my feet I couldn't have done if I was standing, um, unless I was wearing one of them jetpacks like Roger Moore. It would have some adverts, <laughs> and then I'll tell you what happened to me when I bought a watch. <laughs> you won't believe it. Here's another highlight of the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Mark Little is our guest today. We're talking about his, um, what is it? It's a show. And yeah, it's called it Defending the Caveman. And it's at the uh, Leicester Square Theatre. And then, you, and then you take it nationwide. Yeah, we go out again. We go out again for the spring tour. We're actually doing Dubai first. Uh, we, I went to Dubai. I think it's broke. It's very, they've got no money there. Apparently not. Apparently, get, but there's one theatre there. There's a theatre <laughs> and a few people wandering around looking for something to do. Oh, okay. Apparently, so um, we're going. Yeah. And that's hilarious because a lot of South Africans, expats, and then these blokes come in with these harems and all these burqa women sit there and you think, oh, I wonder if they're enjoying it. You think, I think they're Well, John and Terry down. and his wife are uh, heading out there. So, oh, good. Um, well, I think that, they'd, love the, they'd love it, wouldn't they? Oh, they're going to have a great time. He's going to have a great time, isn't he? Yeah, he's should come along. That'll be a great show. Oh, that'll be a lovely holiday for them, I'm sure. So what do you think, um, <laughs> it's been in the, in the papers this week about men at work, which, which oh. to me was, I think my first awareness of what Australia was about was that song Down Under. Can you believe it? Yeah, when Can did you? that come out originally? Was that what that it was? was about 79, Yeah, we 80. looked at it at 81, yeah. 82, oh, okay. yeah. And then it was big when, when Australia won the America's Cup mm. in about 88, I don't know when it was, something around. What is the America's? Is that yachting? It's a yachting cup, for what, goodness sake. What could sake. be big during a yachting <laughs> cup? Oh, mate. What's happened to Australia? Exactly. They're that's still when trying to get away. That's when Australia turned. We, we didn't used to be a flag-waving nation until we won that stupid cup, and is we were all right? supposed to care about it. And then now come this song, do 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 and then the other day we all learned, oh, the Kookaburra song's in there, is it? Oh, so we better have a go and have a listen. You yeah. see, I learned the Kookaburra song because you can probably tell from my accent, Mark, I grew up in Australia. Oh, yeah, it's, it's very, still <laughs> yeah, very it's clear, strong. Clear. I'm surprised you haven't well, broken I, into the Kookaburra song. I thought Alf <laughs> from now. Home and Away had actually sneaked in. <laughs> <laughs> you bludger. <laughs> you flaming mongrel. Oh, there you go, it's all there. But yeah. it's true, Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Uh, it's sad, isn't it? It's really come on, sad. Come on, give us a burst Okay, there. Mark, one, two, three. Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree Merry, merry king of the bushes He laugh, kookaburra laugh Kookaburra gay, your life must be Brilliant, that works really well on the round And now we have to pay someone 60% 60% who doesn't even own the song, didn't it? She wasn't a good... They weren't good. Gosh, she's gone, that But they're woman. dancing in the streets in Earl's Court. That's oh, they are. Nice. <laughs> That's fabulous. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
Um, yeah, anyway, it is it is sort of Christmassy. Mm. I, uh, I had a... I think one of my worst ever Christmases was I had an argument with my... When my, my, my dear old mum and dad was alive, uh, I was living at home, and um, I had a big argument with my dad. Uh, he had some Oh, it's complaint. very common to row at oh, Christmas. He had a it? complaint about the lunch... And uh, he started. <laughs> he got his knife, and he said, "I don't like this." And the cab, <laughs> the cabbage hit the wall. <gasps> and then he said, "I don't like this." And like you know, a piece of turkey landing on the carpet. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now the apple actually that, <laughs> that went on the seat at the, the side. Um, uh, but anyway, I said, "I've I've had enough of this." I said, <gasps> and I, I put my coat on. And I stormed out. Did you? And I remember I had blue, um, what they used to call brothel creeper shoes, with the big, the I big know them well. Soles, yeah. And I remember walking down the street. And this was in the days no one even went out on Christmas Day. You used to see sometimes you'd see families walking very slowly together, carrying toys, and they were visiting a relative and they were showing what had been bought. Anyway, I just walked, and I can hear that. Of my shoes as I oh, walk, fine. and then I realised I had nowhere to go. There was no shops open. I hadn't eaten yet, and I was starving and cold. And I ended up. I found a, a shop that was open, and my Christmas dinner was um, chicken crisps. Oh, right, oh, that's okay. so sad. Well, it was, but that—that's one of the uh, problems of uh, storming out. I think you have to. Think I stormed it out. Yeah, I stormed out uh, Christmas before last. I imagine you storm out most years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My ex-boyfriend used to call me car keys because I was always grabbing my car keys ready to storm out. <laughs> that was my nickname. Go, all right, car keys. Oh, that's why he called you that. I thought he was a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was that as well, but that's yeah, exactly. another show. And I also, you, I... you went with a lot of soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's this week's phone-in. Why was Emily called... No, no, carry on. So, I stormed carry out. Carry on, car keys. <laughs> I stormed out. I stormed out, um, and I know it seems unreasonable, but please... Hold on, I'm getting ready for this one. <laughs> Let me settle myself in my chair. Go I'd on. arrived at my sister's, where mm. all the family were gathered, and they'd started opening the presents without me. And oh. I just thought it was really mean. That is mean. Oh, I'm glad you agree with me. You were right to storm So out. I grabbed my car keys, and I stormed out. Did you grab your presents as well? Yeah, they weren't having any of those. Yeah. Are you kidding? I thought you did on the grand gesture and said, <laughs> why don't you open my presents as well, you vermin? <laughs> and then left. I think vermin's always a lovely yuletide. Gareth, Gareth, you don't strike me as a storm in Norman type. Well, I haven't done it recently, but when I was a kid, there was a couple of very awkward times because you have to think about what you're going to do once you've stormed out, don't you? That's the well, thing. Well, when you're in a rage, though, you don't do that. You yeah. don't plan ahead with a no. storm. Once, once I did, um, we were. That's not storming out, that's just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> once when um, we were at um, my grandma's house and. Um, we were not allowed to go to our cousin's house if they well we were being naughty my mum does if, if you're naughty anymore we're not going to go and visit your cousins so me and my brother Joel pushed can I just say there's, there there's is a, a Gareth family tree available on the actual yeah. website so you can follow this story it's very complicated that's the granny the cousins the brother I mean what is this the foresight saga <laughs> you're listening to the best of the Frank Skinner show on Absolute Radio happy Christmas merry Christmas happy new year Whenever I used to, as as a, as a youth, whenever I went to the toilet to sit in sitting down toilet, that kind of going to the toilet, <laughs> I used to be interviewed by Michael Parkinson, <laughs> and it was it, it was it was a kind of a to wow. be continuous. So it was a long, a long meandering interview, which, which which we used to pick up on, you know, from the because I'm quite regular, pick up on the the previous question and say, but then again, Michael. 
And uh, I, he probably interviewed me on the toilet, I'd say, for a total of about four and a half years. Oh, really? And were the questions about what you were doing at the specific time you were talking to him? No, they weren't they were about... about that, because in a way I wasn't doing it in the course of the interview. So I was in a slightly different Okay, so what, what did he ask you about? Well, he asked me about, you know, um, playing for Barcelona. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I played for Barcelona. In, when I was on Parkinson. What was your highlight of playing for Barcelona? Well, he asked me that. You know, we had, that was quite a long conversation. I also talked... I mean, I was... You know, I'd, I'd won a couple of World Cups with England, <laughs> so we talked about that at Frank, length. did you ever actually end up on Michael Parkinson? I did end up on <gasps> Michael Parkinson. Did you get a special toilet seat? When no, you were being I'll tell you what happened. When I was on Michael Parkinson, um, he actually um, shouted at me. He didn't. He did. It was a terrible <gasps> moment. In the, I was sit, sitting next to Sir Steve. You know, only have a few people on. Oh, yeah. And Sir Steve Redgrave was to my left and Parkinson was to my right. And he was asking me about something. And I, I turned to Steve Redgrave and said, um, well, I said, you must do this. In the tra-. And, and Parkin- honestly, Parkinson said, look, are you, are you doing the interview? Are you talking to him? <gasps> oh, and grumpy oh, Parkinson. Yeah, and I went, <laughs> So the audience all laughed, which he didn't like. And I said, you weren't like this on the toilet. <laughs> and um, he got really in a proper. Did he get shirted? He shut up! St- shut up! Why won't you shut up? Yeah, exactly. That that was what he, exactly what he said. He yeah. got a proper northern cob on. They call <laughs> he it. did. They he call did. it cob on. Like, yes, on. I know. Yes, don't let, don't go any further with that. It's an acceptable phrase, and let's not make it anything else. Right. Um, yes, he got really. He got a proper. Or he got unfriendly with me, and I thought there was there was no need for that. And, uh, you know, I, I put a curse on him, of course, at the time, as I always do if anyone upsets me. And now he, uh, he advertises death on daytime television. <laughs> so, you know, when he says, I've had some marvellous memories, and you get a free pen just for inquiring, like old-age pensioners are going to go, oh, free pen, yes, we're, we're in there. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm with Emily, and I'm, and I'm with Gareth, but more importantly, I'm with Rob Deering. Good morning. Good morning. I say Rob Deering. Now nobody help him. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know what that music is? Yeah, it's John Williams' Cavatina, and the reason you played it's because it's from the Deer Hunter. Wow. Well, I mean, I fancy, was... fancy ask. I mean, Rob, who's a, <laughs> a, a musician and be a big film fan, he's obviously he's going to... He only that. knew it from Take Heart, the gallery. Do you remember that? Oh, that yeah. shows my age. Yeah, but no, no, because if you're really old, it's... Oh, Rob, I know that. <laughs> 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 that used to be my answer phone message. We, we're sorry we uh, can't return any of your drawings, but we do give a prize for any other show. <laughs> I say, we do give a, a prize! So, yeah, mo- good morning, Rob. And uh, Rob is... Um, what can I say? How can I describe you, Rob? You, when I first met you, you were a stand-up comedian, and now you've blossomed into a sort of a musical extravaganza as far as comedy is concerned. Yeah, I, that sums it up. I, I, I introduced a guitar lightly into my act, and it's taken over my world. Um, but it's mainly because I'm a wannabe, uh, you know, it's because I never had a band. So gradually I'm turning from a comedian into a band. Yeah, well, there are comedians that would rather be pop stars. Are you one of those? Yeah, I think so. Although I think it's no, I think that people want it. I've I've actually kind of I wouldn't want to be a pop star because you have to play the songs all the way through and there's no chance to kind of pull a funny face and get a laugh. So no. I actually got the best of both worlds. 
But you're on tour at the moment, is that right? Well, I'm just uh, on a kind of ongoing. I've just got lots of gigs. Is it the never-ending tour? Like it's the never-ending tour. It's not. It's not. But it's good. It's because there's some lovely shows in there. But it's not a show tour. It's just uh, you know. So there's all kinds of gigs in there. Can I say, Rob, that you are one of these people who you seem to be a smile. <laughs> Whenever I see, Aww. I do. Even though it's early in the morning, I thought when Rob Deere turns up, he will be. He will emanate light in some way with his smile. Right. Well. It's good of you, but can you imagine how hard it is for me when I'm actually cross? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can't even imagine it, because either you're full of joy or your face muscles are in perpetual spasm <laughs> that have dragged your mouth into some rictus grin. Yeah. But, um, I hope it's not that. No, it's not that. <laughs> Although I do actually have a kind of muscular disorder just in front of my ears. Oh, I'd rather not talk about oh, it. Gosh, that that is I can't it? brought that up. That's terrible. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's different for me. I look in the mirror and look really serious and think, yeah, that looks good. And then I realise that no one else in the world has ever seen that face because I'm grinning like, I don't know, like a loon or Tom Cruise all day. Now, the only time I can imagine you maybe your smile might, might have faltered slightly was when you, you were on a, a TV show, right, and uh, called 99 Things to Do Before You Die. Mm -hmm. And um, you did something that you felt you'd always wanted to do, I assume. And, I, I mean, I have to be careful what words I use. But Which you, one are we talking about? Well, you drank your own urine. Yeah, that wasn't something I'd always wanted to oh, do. Oh, it wasn't? No, 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 no. Oh, I thought it was a burning ambition. <laughs> if it was well, a it was burning, burning ambition... Which try, is why you shouldn't drink it. Well, you should try cranberry juice. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely marvellous. <laughs> there was a Victorian actress called Fanny Burney who used it all the time. Um... <laughs> so how that I was mean, good deadpan by the way thanks. radio deadpan how was it Rob um, it was terrific it was really terrible it was on the first day on that show which is why I didn't say no I think if it had been a fortnight later I would have said no it was uh, I'm, it was warm taste of the vegetables Oh, Rob. Well, they, well, you can't blame him. There's a lot of people eating breakfast. Sorry, you've you've opened up a can of worms there. But no, yeah. well, are you up? You, you ate a can of worms. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Delicious. Well, well I say I mean, can of worms. <laughs> Weekend mornings on Absolute Radio. Here's another highlight of the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio with three more soft mints working towards a mintier world. Absolute Radio. Good morning to our regular listeners and any new ones who might have joined us. That's what they say in the Catholic Church. They say good morning to everyone. If there's any non-Catholics in, welcome anyway. They say they don't mean it. <laughs> they say it. This is uh, the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth. Saturday morning! That was Gareth. We don't have anything with Emily speaking. No. Right Hold on, I think this might be you, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. in, that's in my little milk float that I drive around town. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'd love a milk float to drive. They do that's say. That's my dream car, Frank. Well, somewhat. What, a, a, a milk, milk float. float. I love it. A customised milk float. Pink. That's what I want. Will you buy it for me? Thank you. Do you remember that old Les Dawson joke? He said, I remember when I first saw my. You'll know what's coming now. He said, When I first saw my wife, something electric passed between us. It was a milk float. <laughs> it's marvellous. You could use that today in your. Valentine's Day banter. <laughs> I heard that um, Prince Charles. Yeah. He used to uh, he used to go out into London on a milk float with like an armed guard, and Prince Charles would wear a flat cap no. over coat, muffler. Yeah, yeah, because he wanted to see ordinary people that weren't basically either dancing or giving his girlfriend <laughs> flowers. So he used to sit with like a guard, and they used to drive around. And he used to say, "Oh God, look at those funny." <laughs> Like people are going to work and stuff. <laughs> What's all that about, he used to say. I can't see him on the milk float. Going to work? What's all that about? <laughs> <laughs> Prince Charles' <laughs> stand-up. I like the sound of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was... Uh, um, <laughs> I've revealed that my throat now. See, that's what I've done. I've hurt my throat. Have you both bought Valentine's presents for your girlfriend? Well, we can't, I couldn't one. possibly answer that. I have oh. bought, I bought one for Gareth's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, that's something I think best kept quiet. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to answer. Have you, Gareth, are you not prepared? Is it a, it's um, a it is a secret. <clears throat> but, yes, but Laura sent a card to Absolute... Did she? Yeah, and it was oh. supposed to be. Thank She's you. having an affair with Absolute Radio. <laughs> she sent no, it to Neil it Francis. Was, <laughs> oh. No, it was to me. Oh, um, but um, I saw. I does I, she not know your home address? <laughs> Are you estranged? <laughs> Are you telling me you're estranged? <laughs> I've been sending text messages on my pay-as-you-go mobile phone to glamour models. Okay, I haven't really. <laughs> I don't know, but I felt you were taking us on a journey then. I didn't want to go on, but I went with you anyway. That's what trust is all about. <laughs> well, I, um, yes, I, I have a girlfriend, as you, as you may know, who, um, uh, she's called Kath. People who listen will know that I mention her case. Kath has a habit of um, saying things not quite correctly. Yeah, so she I'm says, familiar with this. Yes, she says, like, you know, old adages and proverbs, but she, like, she once said to me, oh, you know what they say, uh, Jack would eat no sprat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this week, she was on about something she'd been to. She said, oh, it was, it was like pulling blood. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you think, would be incredibly difficult, unless, you know, unless it was in canisters of some kind. But my favourite, she was talking about someone she'd spoken to. She said, so I said to him, you know, and like, she'd confronted someone about something. She said, you should have seen him. It was like a fish in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not joking as well. That's what I don't understand about it. I'm just trying to s- explain, what, you know, the nature of our love. <laughs> and also, we, I walked into work with her this week, and um, she looked proper cold. She always wears a scarf. She wasn't wearing a scarf. It was a freezing cold morning. Mm. I said, why aren't you wearing a scarf? Have you lost it? She said, no. She said, I've got these um, spots on my neck. I'm trying to freeze them out. <laughs> That's not... It's not medically possible, is it? Uh, unless it's like verrucas. I don't think you freeze them with liquid ver- nitrogen, don't Can you? Can you get verrucas on your neck? Besides, it wasn't. Oh, this is wasn't. a nice Valentine's <laughs> t- topic. Yes. Um, I don't. Th- yes, also, it wasn't so cold as like liquid nitrogen cold. <laughs> no, I mean, I imagine so. the walk to work to liquid <laughs> nitrogen. It'd be like the beginning of a uh, Uriah Heap gig. <laughs> Those of you who remember your eye heap, I think you should be tuning into Absolute Classic Rock. <laughs> you're on the wrong thing if you're waiting for. <laughs> London! <laughs> Which is, uh, that's my impression of Absolute Classic Rock, if you've never heard it. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm quite excited. Why am I quite excited? Well, I'll tell you why, because Gareth, our lovely Gareth, is about to premiere his, his Christmas song. And me and me and Emily are on the bells. Have you got your bells ready? Yeah, I've got me bells. OK, so this is Gareth with um, Christmas Calm Down. That's right. That's the sound of the Omnichord. It's the feeling that comes the same time each year. After the presents and the Christmas cheer It's supposed to be cosy and quintessential But now you feel hollow and existential Santa watches TV like a slob Rudolph treats himself to a nose drop After the excitement of Christmas morning Frosty tries to hide from global warming 
It's the Christmas come down Makes you want to down a gallon of sherry and drown When you feel the melancholy setting in Eat about 40 biscuits then open another tin It's the Christmas come down Because everything is bleak At the end of the day It's just another day of the week Especially if you're an atheist, a Jew or a Sikh Your presents are rubbish, no one took a hint The wrapping paper adds to your carbon footprint Your family just sits around and sigh You didn't see them last year, now you remember why You make a mental note of gifts to take back Either granddad's snoozing or he's had an attack This year no angels have appeared Except to Auntie Glad, but she's a bit weird It's the Christmas come down More depressing than the smell of your dad's dressing gown When you feel like you're losing the will to live Don't take the pills, Christmas is the time to give It's the Christmas come down Because possessions can't satisfy Or maybe for a bit, but they're pointless when you die. It's the Christmas come down when Jesus came down to earth. It's the time of year and we celebrate the virgin birth. Sorry, that, I got that bit wrong. Do that again. It's the time of year when you celebrate the absolute birth. <laughs> Oh, a star is born. Oh, marvellous. Oh, I love that, Gareth. This is the best of the Frank Skinner Show. All the choicest cuts for your delectation. Absolute radio. We have Keris Matthews in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. It's, now, can I, can I start by saying you've been in since about quarter to seven? <laughs> I, I love early mornings on a Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know who said call time was uh, half past five in the morning, but I was here. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about it, but we felt terribly guilty. We've all been sitting here watch, watching you occasionally pacing around outside. <laughs> it's okay. Thinking, uh, she will be livid by the time no, she comes no, on I've here. stolen a few things. I had plenty of time to pack my bag. <laughs> I've had a good look around Absolute <laughs> Radio Station. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, this is the best room in the place. Oh, I think so. So Fabulous view of London town and the sun is shining. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a, a marvellous sobbing up of our day, I thought. So, um, anyway, welcome, Keris. It's great to have you on. Thank you. And um, <laughs> we should we start by saying you've got a new album and a new single out. Yeah. And we're going to be playing the new single in a bit, so get your fingers on your record buttons. Um, actually, you shouldn't say that, should we? Because of um, Lily Allen. Not at the moment. It's, no, a, it's a hot topic at the moment. <laughs> it is a hot topic. Do you know what I found out this morning? Oh, I could just eat a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like hot oh, topics? Just thinking about it. I'm a sneaker girl myself. I've heard that. really? No, they're saying now that the government have seen an opportunity and they're going to tax broadband. So where they're saving oh, yeah. money with like free downloads of music, now the government go, oh, there's some money to be made somewhere, and they're going to tax it. I think that's the first political statement we've ever had on this show, and I enjoyed it, for one. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it's what I heard on the grapevine. It worked even better in that accent. It reminded me when Neil Kinnett was in full flow. <laughs> <laughs> we all thought he was going to be a great leader. He had the mugs made and everything. I'm channeling Glenis myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he'd have looked like Harris, he would have been a good leader. <laughs> oh, look out. Thank you. 
Yes, well, exactly. I, I don't have quarter to five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It's not still quarter to five. Time doesn't stop at absolutely. What time is it now, there's Frank? A big clock. There's a big clock on the wall. I'm having a bit of a haze right now. Anyway, so, yeah, so you've got a, a new album. And, and you're doing a tour as well. I am. I've got a tour starting mid-October. We're playing uh, London on the 21st in Union Chapel, which is a beautiful venue. Oh, I've, I've seen you in the Union Chapel, actually. I was pregnant back then, 2003. Well, don't look at me. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was 12 rows back. <laughs> Were you there? Have you really seen me there? Yeah, I saw you there. You didn't wave. No, well, I did. I, I'm not very good with celebrities. I get very edgy. <laughs> I mean, I honestly thought that you would have built yourself up, up into a diva crescendo during the three hours you waited. You'd come in and we'd all be terrified. Really? Turns out you're really lovely. I don't mind an early morning. I've been up, you know, and it is a beautiful day today. It is a beautiful I'm looking day. forward to a great weekend of sport. <laughs> <laughs> You're after an announcer's job. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, but you'll be liking rugby and stuff like that. I don't understand. Now I'm going to watch uh, Luton play Cambridge today. We're going to have a family mass outing of London, drive out of London shortly, get the yellow, uh, I mean, not the yellow, I'm off, orange flags out and uh, off to Cambridge. Oh, OK. Uh, do, you, do you often go to see uh, Luton? Um, yes. Brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm going oh. to West Brom today. Are you? Yeah, to see West Brom Crystal Palace, which annoys me because Crystal Palace is not too far from where I live. So, me <laughs> so and... you get all the flags out and nowhere to go. Well, I thought we could have... Couldn't we have come to some agreement met in Milton Keynes and played the game there? <laughs> Save me and Crystal Palace and all their fans having to go all the way up to West Bromwich. But you can't. You can't get these things done on short notice. We only have this excellent. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Listen to this, this is the newspaper. It's about Tiger Woods' confession. There's a bit I said when he said, um, I do plan to return to golf one day. I don't know when that day will be. I don't rule out it'll be this year. <laughs> <laughs> I felt there should be another couple of sentences that said, actually, I'm in, I'm in the thing next week. <laughs> in fact, actually, I've got to go now. I'm teeing off in ten minutes. I like that he pointed out that his wife wasn't to blame. Yeah, funny that, because we never thought she was. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say she never hit me. Can I make that yeah. clear? She's never hit me. She's been completely decent through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we didn't come here <laughs> to think, all oh, that poor Tiger Woods has been hit by his <laughs> wife. I wish I'd been sat in that semicircle. I'd have had a few things to say. Now, listen, we've had um, a text in, Frank. Samantha is in Philadelphia. Samantha. There isn't a song called that, but if there was, it would go like that. <laughs> Well, she's in Philadelphia. Okay. And she says, it's 3am in America. Me and my friends are crowded around my computer trying to sober up prior to bed. I'm, oh, she's made it sound a bit sleazy now. Um, I'm going to school in America and I've forced all my friends to listen to you. Now it's become rich on Friday nights after coming back from the pub to listen to you until 5am. Isn't How that cool? marvellous. I can hear the clink of orthodontic braces as they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. I'm seeing, are they having a frat party? I'm seeing pigtails. I'm seeing those college jerseys, you know. Yeah. I'm seeing pig iron. <laughs> I'm seeing all. Yeah. How marvellous. There might be some jock men there. I like There jocks. won't be any jock men there. Oh. I don't think it's that kind of thing. <laughs> frat house. Now, you see, I don't know what a frat house is, but now I've been and said it on radio. I imagine a frat house is somewhere you go and get frat. Well, you got any frat? Well, do you want the uh, large or the small? The more we talk about it, the more I feel we're coming to understand it. Yeah, exactly, again. Mm. You see, all you've got to do in life is talk things through. Well, that's lovely. I love the idea of um, of pretty young women yeah. listening to this in the middle of the night. Maybe they should have a pillow fight. Yeah, they should have a pillow fight. <laughs> and they should have a baby shower. 
<laughs> that's what they have, isn't it, baby showers? Don't look at me like I've said baby something wrong. <laughs> look at me like I've said something wrong. No, have, no, but they might wear a baby doll nighty. They might wear baby doll nighty. Now, now you've taken me to a place. I okay. don't want to go. I want to think Let's bring you back. Girls expanding their minds with education. <laughs> At 3 a.m. till 5 a.m. <laughs> I bet you that after this they all watch there. they watch Annie the Musical. That's my bet. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them now. Hey, hobo man. Hey, dapper Dan. You both got your style, but brother, you're never fully dressed. I'm waiting for you to join in without a smile. I'm still waiting for you to join in. <laughs> you're a coach with me. I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so. We've had another text from Alistair who was talking about the show last night and says, I love your Hamlet photo, very handsome. Oh, I know what oh, that yes. is. Yes, yes, I did I did a thing called The Bobble last night on BBC Two. Yeah, still getting TV work. Yeah. And, um... And, uh, yeah, they showed a picture of me from a newspaper article, and uh, it was... it was the, I think it's the best picture I've ever had taken. It was me looking slightly upward in a scarf. It was. It was very moody. I liked that show last night. You were you were kind of you were locked away for three days. I'm not saying that's why I liked it. No, I was locked. Away, yeah, I was locked away. Well, it turned out to be four days, really. And it's very odd being completely away from the world for four days. Um, and I, I tell you what, I did. This is, you know, when you get the idea you've got some time, some spare time. Like I know it never really happens in life. I thought I'll I'll use it constructively. And um, <laughs> I could still scarcely believe I did this, but I was in my room on my own. And I thought, you know, I've got a bit of time on my hands. I'm going to have a crack at um, levitation. Why would you do that? <laughs> because it's levitating has long been, ever since I was a child, it's a thing I've fantasised about. You know, when people um, dream about flight, and, you know, that I, it's never. No, me, I never dreamt about that. I dreamt about getting off with Simon Le Bon. I didn't dream about <laughs> flight or levitating. Here's another highlight of the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Sarah Milliken is our guest this morning, and she's solving the nation's problems. Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> Texts have been coming thick and fast for Sarah. Mainly thick, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, fire away. We've had a lovely one in from Florence. Hi, Sarah. I'm a big fan of yours. Hope to see you live soon. My problem is that I have to go for dinner with my boyfriend's best friend and his girlfriend next week, and I don't like her at all. She's very rude and has no manners. I can't get out of it, but I don't know how to survive the experience. Can you help, Florence? Uh, I think if there's two other people there, so she's got a boyfriend there and yeah. a boyfriend's best friend there, yeah. she could totally get away with not even talking to the girl. But is this this one, this other woman, is, mm. is she an ex of, of the bloke or is she just a friend? Oh, no, well, you're bringing it, those yeah. complications into <laughs> yeah. it. Because I often find the best friend wants to be the girlfriend, don't they? Well, the best friend is a bloke in this scenario. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh well, you no, see, you've been reading... I think, <laughs> I've, I think I've established the fact that he's gay. And that's, gay. that's where the whole tension is. So you've been from. reading photo stories in the sun. If you think that's complicated. Is the writing in those? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed that. Oh, that's... And um, Chris in Derby says, does Sarah know if there's any book that can translate teenage grunts into words that we can all understand? So communicating with teenagers... Yeah. What do you recommend? Well, I don't have children, so I'm probably not the best person to ask for that. But yeah, do you I go out just... with very young men, if I have done? Well, that would help. <laughs> well, yeah, did they grow? Yeah, you? they did a lot. So <laughs> I don't think I need a translator, though. <laughs> um... <laughs> Can I give that a little round of applause? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I don't. I think you just need to ignore them till they talk properly, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd do me. Well, that's lovely. So uh, you mentioned. Oh, can I? 
I know I don't want to put you on the spot, but it says. But on you're my, going to anyway. <laughs> yes, it says my list of things about Sarah oh. Millican. She can do a good honking car oh, horn. Oh, Johnny, here is that what it says? Yeah. Is that on like, my CV? <laughs> that's that's awesome. basically it. It's actually the only thing I can do. Yes. It just says that, and the fact you're on to plug your tour in October. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> okay. That is good. Thank you. One There's more time. <laughs> I bought, but my friend bought me a bike horn for no reason whatsoever, and I used to squeeze it. And whenever anybody said something funny around us and I couldn't be bothered to respond, I would just back at them. And then I thought, well, this is no good because I'm going to have to carry this with us. So instead, I just learned how to do it over months. <laughs> just practised in the house on my own. That sounds quite tragic have now. Have you ever tried levitation? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's the next step? I think is that can. is that what happened with David Copperfield? He started off just doing a, a car horn noise, a bike horn, and then he started levitating. Well, I think what he, you know, when I noticed when you did the car horn, you actually reached and that. squeezed it. Yes. Well, I think that David Copperfield's was set a little higher than yours, and as he reached up to <laughs> squeeze it, he, he suddenly noticed he was three feet from the floor. Wow, that, that must have been a good day. That could have happened to anyone. So, um, you're off to Australia soon? Yes, in the middle of March. Have you for done the... for the Melbourne Festival? Yes. Are you a, are you a fan of Australia? Uh, yes, I went there last year and did the festival for the first time and it went really well and it was funny. It, I was a bit annoyed uh, that I couldn't cuddle a koala. I'd been told that this was almost obligatory when you get a step into the country. But in the state of Victoria, it's not allowed. You're allowed to look at them, but you're not allowed to cuddle them. So I'm going to have to go out of the state because I just really want to cuddle a koala. Well, I have to say, when I was there, I, I, they told me this. And we went to this place where there was koalas. And I said to the guy, look, you know, I'm, uh, I'd really love to cuddle a koala. And he said, oh, well, you know, the thing is, mate, so they've all got chlamydia. Oh, and God. I said, that's lucky, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got nothing to lose. And I got to hold, uh, a, 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 oh. a, a, and I've got the picture. Oh. I'm wearing an England football shirt, and, and the, 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 the black claws <laughs> of the koala are just hooked <laughs> on the slightly raised badge. He's just getting a bit of purchase on the England badge. It's a great... Was it, was it nice and furry? Um it was actually, it was a bit coarse. Oh. Yeah, they're supposed to smell quite bad as well, but I don't mind. I've had boyfriends, it's fine. Well, it was, <laughs> yeah, they that smell that? of eucalyptus because they eat... Oh, well, it's sort of keep your sinuses is clear. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, a bit like, it's a bit like hogging an old age pensioner who's been on the halls mentholyptus <laughs> lozenges. You're listening to the best of the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Weekend mornings on Absolute Radio. With Tree Boss Soft Mints. Working towards a mintier world. Absolute Radio.